Hello, welcome to another episode of the House of Kites podcast. Today's episode is titled The Special Snowflake, and I'm going to be going on about my grievances toward the idea that nothing and nobody is special. Now, I want to start off by saying I... I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to start it off by letting you know clearly what my stance on this idea is, where I don't believe in participation ribbons. You know, I don't believe in um, applauding the bare minimum. I, I, I believe in making strengths stronger and not weaknesses. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um... And so when I say that, I'm not trying to tell somebody that they aren't special. Only a chosen few lucky, or the, only the chosen few, you know, the lucky ones are allowed to be special. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is everybody has their own thing, you know. Um, you've heard this before. I, I, you know, I'm not the first one to say this, that if your friends or people in your circle or in your life will have talents and traits that complement yours. And so therefore it doesn't matter and it doesn't hurt as much that you lack it. And so rather than, um, like for example, uh, basic human empathy is something that I lack, you know, I think I got the grasp of it, but I'm always, I'm always stepping on toes and I'm always uh, pushing in where I'm not wanted with my opinions. And, um, and I justify it all by saying, well, I'm being helpful, you know, like, um, yeah, I don't want to go into an example of that, maybe later. Anyway, I really do believe that though. Um, while I don't believe in a participation ribbon, I do believe that there is something that everybody can do that gets them that real blue ribbon where they're like, I worked for this, I stressed for this, I whatever, you know, you have the real reward and fulfillment from that thing. And so being special is like a byproduct or 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 consequence if you if you really think about it, you know, it's the consequences of being successful at something. Now, um, my idea of what's cool is somebody that is just, is authenticity. I genuinely, genuinely, you know, I don't think it's this attitude of, um, the, the quiet, mysterious type, you know what I mean? Nonchalance. It's kind of a trending thing right now, which I'm glad it is. Like silence is very, uh, is very pleasant. I don't mind silence at all, but it's weird that people are taking it on as like a personality trait. Um, anyway, um, authenticity. So if you're a coin collector and you tell me all about like your, your the coins you have and things and I and I get to hear all the little all the ornamental details that you have about why you like coin collecting or why you like Lego building or whatever your little hobby thing is like that's what makes you special is that you don't care if anybody applauds your thing. You don't care if anybody's looking while you do it. And so 
it's awesome that somebody has that. And on the subject of cool, there are people out there that are born, uh, like uh, the Greeks used to say that charisma, if somebody had charisma, they were gifted by the gods, you know what I mean? And um, now those of those personality types, people who are attractive, not only like to the opposite sex, but just to everybody, they they have their own gravity about them. Now, you see this a lot in celebrity, in music and in film. And I'm always saying this, no matter what your reading level is or your level of comprehension, I don't believe any human being is stupid when it comes to instinct. You know, like, everybody trusts their instinct. Um, and in film there and 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 music and stuff these figures these public figures uh athletes as well they you can you can kind of tell when they portray this image of like look how cool i am and knowingness which i don't feel is a bad thing or anything to wrinkle your nose at all i'm saying is that it makes it less you know if you were a gift, like, for, for example, I, these are just facts. I'm not patting myself on the back here. This has just been looking back at my life story. And I do literally have a life story because I've been writing since I was in the second grade. I am one of those people that is charismatic and, uh, quotes attractive you know uh, I, I am and I've never known how to deal with it and I've always always like told myself like it's coincidence that things are happen that these things happen in your life for example let me go into a little bit of an anecdote when I was in the first grade I ha I, I was taught the most important this the most potent lesson of my life and this lesson set the course for my my life and how my thinking formed and that lesson was this we were learning how to do addition with uh, double digits you know you got to place when you place one right under the other and uh, carrying numbers all that and I, I got it I caught on pretty quickly and it became frustrating waiting for the rest of the class to catch up, but they would. All except this one student named Dwayne, who thought it was funny to write the wrong answer. And um, he would laugh because the rest of the class would groan. Because whenever we... The, the, what, the, the part of the schedule was whenever we finished this part of... Um, math or whatever if we finish at a certain time we we get like an extra five minutes of free time or something before recess or lunch and that was a big deal back then I suppose anyway so here it comes again I see the pattern and I'm like I know it's gonna happen he's gonna rob us of our free time and so he goes up to the board to write the to do the math problem and but before he can write anything down I go up there and I rip the marker out of his hand and I write the correct answer and um I thought my teacher was going to be proud of me or something you know 
and I thought I saved the day, like we're all finally getting our free time that we've been robbed of. It was the opposite. She was standing right behind me with her arms crossed, looking down at me, glaring. And she was like, what do you think you're doing? I said, I, I'm answering the question. And she says, no, you're not. You're embarrassing Dwayne. And now I'm embarrassing you. And she snatched the marker out of my hand. And then I stepped back and I was shocked, very riled up. And I said, well, he deserves to be embarrassed because he's an idiot. And she leaned down and got my face and she was like, oh, and you're so smart. I said, not only smarter, but better, better than all of them. And then she raised herself back up and <laughs> sat there for a second. She looked at me and she said, if you're so great, then why don't you raise the rest of them up instead of tearing them down? I had no answer. I walked off and put my head on my desk and I cried. Didn't even know why I was crying. Uh, anyway, that set the course. And throughout my life, there were, there were more teachers who, who would um, tell me things that would indicate that I was in fact, a special snowflake. That same teacher from, from the first grade teacher, though, she wrote a report card to my mom, and my mom still has it to this day. Uh, in the notes section, she wrote that Justin, Justin will be, I think Justin will be a strong leader for his tribe when he grows up. And... <laughs> Um, these are true stories. I, I wish I was making this up and I wish I were ordinary. I tried for so long to convince myself and other people. Now, as I was saying, I kept getting these, uh, these reinforced, these reinforcements from other teachers and coaches and growing up, I'd get called out by preachers and they'd want to pray for me and the whole time I'd always took it for granted, I, I, not only for granted, but I was annoyed by it, you know, like, um, <laughs> that's the irony, you know, like from the time I was a child, I was a special snowflake, but I wanted to be ordinary. And anyway, a part of the podcast is like me accepting that. But what happened though the arrogance definitely happened uh, developing my pomposity and my self-importance all of that you know happened but what also happened was it made me want to look for what was special about other people too and I would want them to see it you know and um in a way, it wasn't so much to make them feel better or alleviate my guilt. It was to be like, hey, you got a job to do too. 
sucker you know what i mean like like you are gifted at a, a guitar or something so you need to blah 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 you know then i'll go off and be like you have a gift and I, i'll always do this to other people you know what i mean so like you have something to do too because you know um don't be putting it all on me kind of you know what i mean um so that's how my brain worked. And so that's the point of the podcast is number one is accepting my role. Number two is like, is recognizing what I consider a special snowflakes and bringing them on the show. And, and uh, we can kind of encourage each other because it's hard, you know, that's why I call it, you know, a snowflake because it can melt very easily and be gone away. And what I mean by that is like, I have, um, I have friends who've had very much misfortune in their life, meaning that they wound up caught up in um, abusing drugs and alcohol and paid the most severe of consequences. And people called it being burnt out or whatever. And they um, they're older, much older. And but I could see that like charisma in them and that playfulness, you know that. Um, that makes people laugh and smile, you know what I mean? And grin all forms of uh, amusement and joy, even though their their body looks different from what the what the what their substances did to it. And um, even though you know all this background about the that about the um, trouble they may have caused for themselves and others, and but I could still see it and. I do think it's such a tragedy that perhaps nobody ever recognized it. Nobody ever like not nurtured it either. And um, so that's another reason for this podcast is is a, it, like a refuge, I suppose, for. Um, special snowflakes. So if I ask you to be on the show, that that's that's what I think of you.